Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you are new to the show, this is a drinking podcast where I invite my friends on and we talk about various life topics over some drinks. I have a very epic episode coming up for you guys this week. This week I invite my friends Amanda, Shannon, and Carmen back on the podcast. Now these are three ladies that were actually featured on episode 32. Um, We all got together and talked about the Me Too movement and it's still to this day Probably the episode I'm most proud of so far on the podcast. But this week, we are talking about Aziz Ansari. Now, if you are following the news and everything going on with the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement, then you've more than likely heard about what happened with Aziz Ansari. Essentially, an article came out regarding sexual misconduct claims against him. Uh, A woman described her experience of going on a date with him and described the situation that unfolded, which depicted a lot of behaviors that I think a lot of us can relate to. And ever since it came out, I've been reading various articles about this, really, really thinking about it, and I thought it did call for a discussion on the podcast. So I did invite the girls back on to talk all about it, and we really got into it with this one. One important thing that really did come out of this discussion is the fact that enthusiastic and ongoing consent is so key to any sexual situation, whether it's a first date, a hookup, or even a long-term relationship. It's super important to read your partner, um, to be familiar with body language and communicate, and practice enthusiastic consent. I'd be lying if I said I didn't identify with the woman in this story and what she went through. Um, I spent a good chunk of time getting over a casual relationship in which kind of Aziz-like behaviors were a regular occurrence, um, and I didn't even really think anything of it. But there's so many reasons behind that, and And there's also been many times that girlfriends have come to me describing a similar situation. And usually what comes out of those conversations is this fucked up thing happened. And because I didn't verbally say no, he did nothing wrong, right? So I think women can look at this story and they can identify with Grace. She is the woman who is telling the story. And I think they think, holy crap, I've been through similar things and I didn't even realize this was wrong. And among many things, I think it comes down to women being socialized to be polite, to not rock the boat, to not reject guys too harshly, and of course, not to say anything that might put us in more danger. With guys, I think they can look at the situation and see the fact that they are socialized to be persistent and that sex is something they can convince women to give them, kind of like they're entitled to it. And this is really problematic. At the end of it all, I really do think this is a situation that men can learn from, um, And I think all of us can take a look at it from various angles and become more aware of how our behaviors are essentially a reflection of how we are socialized as women and men. This was a great discussion. Of course, it went on longer than I wanted it to, but that's okay because it's a great discussion. Even the tangents in this episode are very important and interesting. I will be sure to leave a lot of links in the show notes to this episode because there was a lot of articles that I read sort of leading up to this and basing the discussion around. So be sure to check those out. I also want to give a plug to Amanda's uh, Facebook page. It is a community page called Fempop. 
Essentially, Amanda is where I get all my feminist news, so she's an excellent source for that. She's always putting out content on there, so please go check that out and give her page a like. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was really great to sit down and get this all out in the open and talk about it and have a conversation. And I encourage everyone to keep the conversation going. If you have an opinion on this, please let me know. Um, you can reach out to the podcast on various social medias. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. We are on Twitter at in underscore toxicated. If you did want to send any feedback um, on a non-public platform, you can email us at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com or contact us through our website, which is www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. Please remember to subscribe as well um, to the podcast and check out Intoxicated Reviews. That is our second channel that's devoted all to TV and movies. It is a separate feed, so make sure you go and subscribe over there as well. And if you like what you're hearing, throw a rating or review our way because we will greatly appreciate it. Anyways, guys, uh, sort of a long-winded intro, but I think this is a really important episode. Super proud of it, and I hope you guys like it. So let's get to this episode with Amanda, Shannon, and Carmen. Let's let's get it back to douchey men. Douchey mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Shall we? So welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast, everyone. We have an Us Two reunion happening. Yay! Uh... We have returning guests. Actually, you're all returning guests at this point. Amanda is here. Hello, hello. And Carmen is back. Hi. And Shannon, I cannot get rid of her. I live here now. <laughs> this is what, like, your sixth episode I have a ca- I have a cot in the back. She tries to shoot me out every so often, like a rolled up newspaper, but it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, man. So here we are, yet again on a weeknight, drinking wine. <laughs> Probably going to stay up later than uh, we want. Adulting. <laughs> And I decided that I wanted to talk about the Aziz Ansari. And sorry, am, am I saying that right? Yeah, Ansari. I never say his last name. It's like sorry, like like a direct like okay. Indian. I'm sorry, yeah. and okay, yeah. Oh. Sorry, like how, how <laughs> Americans say sorry. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Aziz, I'm just gonna call him Aziz. That sounds good. Um, we know who he is. I wanted to talk about this, and so I messaged a man, and I was like, because here's, and I was saying this to the girls before the we hit record that like I get most of my feminist news from Amanda, <laughs> like like I don't even bother checking Google at this point. I just scroll my Amanda, <laughs> Amanda's on it, Amanda's on it. Thank you for giving me what I need. I'm busy and I don't have time to go on Google. So. Don't forget to check out Fempop too, my yes! feminist page. Oh, <laughs> can we can you plug it? About, plug it. Yeah, about. here is my plug. I have a Facebook page and it is called. Fempop. <laughs> and it's that's a great name. And like uh, yeah, feminist. Uh, uh, yeah, feminist news and just pop culture analysis and stuff like that. I have a blog, but I don't post to it as often as I should. But the the Facebook page is a great way to kind of offload all that that yeah. information and post stuff to it's, keep people informed. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, and basically, totally just anything I would post on my personal page, I put there. <laughs> it is, and that's why I, I get double. I get double because I get both your personal and your both. But no, like you share the articles and I read them. Cause, cause, Good. Yes, uh, it's all about disseminating information. Yeah, big time. I'm following it right now. <laughs> Me too. Yes. Now everybody else, pick up your goddamn phone <laughs> and find Fempop and hit. Like I almost said subscribe, but it's like you're you're you're, you're <laughs> You should pick up follow it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There it is. I, I have thought about it, but I just haven't gotten off my butt to do it. Okay, fucking do it. You should freaking do it. Well, it's kind of part of my business too. Like 
my coach is the one who really encouraged me to like go back to the blog because I had that fempop blog since like 2011 and I posted like one thing and never went back to it mm-hmm. and like doing the page so just kind of getting into a little bit mm-hmm. of a thought leadership angle as well on certain topics so that's awesome yeah. that's fantastic so stay tuned for, for everything Amanda's gonna <laughs> throw you away but let's talk about this dude because um so how many people at this table like would say that you were fans of him before like before all of this happened I was I I think that's what made it like people so angry with him and like the backlash so intense because well both him and James Franco did not have any accusations against them until they wore uh, Time's Up pins and like basically displayed themselves as woke allies feminist allies and then people they assaulted just couldn't take that hypocrisy I don't blame them. Had to say something, yeah. (laughs) Yep, because this whole thing happened. Now, from what I understand, it was a week after Aziz was at an award show with a Time's Up pin. Yeah, this happened like smack dab in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And so did Franco. This was a very busy award season for people getting busted for being dirtbags. Yeah, well, it was after they were on the award shows displaying their, trying to display their feminist cred, and Mm -hmm. people were like, uh, actually... Let's Actually, talk to you about your choices. You're molesting people in acting classes and uh, not no. taking a soft no as a no. You're a gross person. It's, and honestly, I can say I, I was a fan of him for a while. I love yeah. Parks and Rec. That's where I, I think, probably first saw yeah, him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah and then, absolutely adored him. And then Master of None, I <sighs> really enjoyed. Although I didn't like how the second season ended as much, but I, I still really see, liked a lot of it. I haven't watched the second season yet. Now I feel like I can't. Oh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is rude. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely can't because you'll want to throw something at the screen because there is actually, I mean, I don't want to spoil. Oh, yeah. It's been spoiled. Oh, go ahead. Spoilers for Master of None. There is a a subplot about a, a, like, a celebrity chef that Aziz becomes, like, involved in a show with, very much like a, kind of like a travel the world food show, and it comes out that he actually was sexually harassing women. Uh Uh-huh, okay. I know, right? And he, and and his character in the show is like, oh my god, I can't believe this. Like, like, what do I do? And, like, it's it's really, and looking back, it's just like, oh, fuck, we should have known. (laughs) I mean, Louis C.K. was talking about his dick the entire time. I knew there was a reason I didn't like him. I I never really liked him. I never got it either. And then this came out, I was like, like, oh, he's on there. Does that mean I have to like him now? He's on so many (laughs) stupid shows, and I'm just like, no, I gotta skip these episodes. I'm like, no, 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 it sucks. It really sucks. So, Let's break down. So this article came out. Mm-hmm. Now, when was this? I'm just trying to remember when this. Uh, I can just scroll yeah, up and look at the fucking date. Yeah, <laughs> 2017. There's no date. Yeah, 2017. Emmy Awards after party. Okay, yeah. so what that means would have been. I have no concept of time. Well, I think that's when they met. That one, that's when they and met. And then it happened in like October, November ish. Yeah, yeah. And then this so was this like was right, right after. Uh, I don't follow the award season, so it was like one of the first. Awards, right? <laughs> Got ya. And, and awards yeah. show. Let's just say that. Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> What's first? Is it Golden Globes? No. Was it the Golden? Might have been the third. Golden Globes, I think, is second or third. Hmm. Oh, Emmys? no. Yeah. It wasn't the Emmys, was it? Emmys is no, the, that's yeah. When that's twenty seven when they met. So Emmys would have been the first. So let's just break down the article a little bit, or maybe start with how this happened. So she approached Babe, right? She's not a writer for Babe. 
No, no. she went to them because she, yeah, she them. saw him with yeah. the Times Up pin and was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. And hell no. so she approached with the story and they, they printed it. They printed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and <laughs> she remains anonymous. I don't think she's ever stepped forward or hasn't been docked. And I don't blame amazingly. her. I don't blame no. her at all for not coming forward with her real name. So mm-hmm. anyone who wants to shame her for that, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Because 100%. coming out at all is hard enough without having to worry about a bunch of asshole guys on the internet just coming out to get you because you're the woman who dares speak her piece. Like, and but, it's real. Mm-hmm. So. But you know what's important is that he knows exactly who it is. Oh, he 100% knows who it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Like, and a mm-hmm. lot of people in that community know exactly who it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the people who need to know who it is know who it is. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the important thing. And so this article is titled, I went on a date with Aziz Ansari. Ansari? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think she would like put that together too. Said earlier, I was like, oh my god, like his whole life has just been leading up to this. (laughs) I punched the bell for that one. Deserved. Oh man. So it's I went on a date with Aziz and Zari. Who cares? I don't care about your last name when you do that. And it turned into the worst night of my life. So that's the the title of the article, and I'll link to it in the description if you haven't read it. And essentially, she tells the story about her date with him, right? Yeah. So they met, and they were flirtatious at an after party. They exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm. And then, so they had, like, a kind of a a build-up to this date. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And then the date happened. And the date... What's that? Go good. What's our real fast? And I don't know about you guys, but when I was reading the details of this date, I was like, I haven't even dated much, but fuck, I've had some bad dates too. Like, if yeah. if this is what a bad date is, I've had a lot of those, not realizing that they were they were bad dates. Well, just like, Holy I shit. don't think we should call it a bad date. It's, no, it's a course not. Yeah, it, it's it's a a, like a bad date yeah, is like you yeah, fall down yeah. and break your nose on the curb in front of them, yeah. or you have nothing to talk about, or he came out saying like, it was a bad date. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something awful. Like this is like straight up just sexual coercion assault. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that, but that is the sad thing is that we are conditioned to think of those things as just bad, bad dates. We, yeah, and exactly. exactly what they really are, which is terrible. Which and that's why there's been such a backlash against the backlash against yeah. him like yeah because yeah. this is is really putting a spotlight on showing that sexual assault is not just you know black and white uh like being raped it's not just mm-hmm. that that is not the be all and end all of sexual assault and too often because i think because it's just like you don't want to unfortunately as a society we want to protect people from being like accused of rape that we put it in a smaller category and say sexual assault when, yes, of course, rape is a part of that, but sexual assault is not always necessarily rape. Like, it's Mm-mm, not the no. same thing at it all. It the gamut. Exactly. And so, like, people, like, we need to be more aware of that, the fact that there are different shades of sexual assault. And mm-hmm. I think this article is really landing on the mark yes. and making us really talk about that and realizing just what sexual coercion and assault can be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it really, it really, I think points to how broken the relationship between men and women in our society is Mm -hmm. as a whole and also it really gets to the root of like gender Mm -hmm. like how what we're taught as a gender like how we're supposed to act how they're Mm -hmm. supposed to act and how the relationship between us is supposed to look and just finally standing up and saying like this type of abuse which has been so normalized it, it 
needs to be purged from our society. It's so true. I mean, society has this backward attitude where, like, men are taught that, like, if a woman says no, it doesn't necessarily mean Oh, but, like, look no. what she's doing well, to say all, otherwise. It's all Ugh, based like, on, like, women aren't inherently sexual. Women... Yeah. Don't experience sexual pleasure. Like, I was coming of age in the 90s, and there were still people saying women don't have orgasms at that time. Like, that wasn't odd to see. And that wasn't, like, questioning whether women actually have a sexual drive still at that point in time. Um, it's and like, we like don't, we're not cars. All of that, guys, like, we don't need the guy's key to turn us on. Like, we're not just <laughs> sitting in a driveway cold. Like, we're okay, guys. Like, we yeah. can drive without you. Just fine. <laughs> we can sometimes drive better without you. <laughs> Honestly, we can probably use it. You need to ask us, like, you need to ask us to share the map because, like, the drive can be better for both of us if you just share the map. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's really rooted in, like, fear of women's sexuality and women expressing their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And the concept that men are supposed to just take these things from women, mm-hmm. and that's what makes them men. Oh, my like, God. Like, a vagina on its own, dehumanized and depersonalized and detached from any kind of body is, like, a goal of its own. It's like women Ugh. are women are at some level kind of, like, not kind of, but they're, they're viewed as prey sometimes. Mm-hmm. And men are taught to view them as prey. Yeah. That the hunt is, the chase is part of the fun. Like, that's, like... Really of the chase. Yeah, like they, the chase. They call it getting pussy. Yes. Like, getting. Like it's something I can you get. Like you just take own. it from something and then it's yours. When, no. Sex isn't viewed as something, a shared experience or something that you make together. Mm-hmm. It's viewed as an end goal and like a just an, an end of itself really and like some like you say something that you take from, from someone else or take something that they give you like um, my first boyfriend, I remember all the time he, after we started having sex, like, he would thank me for sex. I'm just like, dude, it's not something I'm just giving you. Yeah. Like, it's something like, we enjoy together. Like, like, you're giving you a freebie. Like, it's I know. Not, but, like, you don't they, thank me. Like, uh, and that's, like, it's so weird. But, I mean, like, that's what they're taught. They're taught that sex is something that women are here to give and men get to take it. And when they take it, they are the winners for having something that they took from us. And we're supposed to be shamed because we gave it away. When it's like we gave away ridiculous. a piece of your, our soul. Yeah, it's like it's like the, it's this weird double standard where sex for women is viewed as this very like specialized like like oh save it for someone important and all this other thing. Yeah. But meanwhile, guys are out like oh you need to have a lot of a lot of practice so nail it on it once. And it's like you can't have a bunch of guys having sex with a bunch of ladies and a bunch of ladies who are perfect pure virgins. Like where are the ladies in the middle coming from? <laughs> <laughs> There's a girl having sex. There's a woman. There's a man. Like we're all in it together. So to like mm. like coor- like corral us into different categories of like the men that are like the hunters and the brave ones and the women that are somehow never having sex. It's like mm-hmm. where do you get this idea from? I, I think we should also do an episode at some point on like purity balls and purity oh, rings yes. and that whole thing because that's like the flip side of it this sucks. whole discussion that women are valued only for their virginity and like. Oh, these yeah. men like you're right. marrying like, their little girls and like, right. little like rings, and they're making promises. Yeah. Like it's just so gross. Like without that attitude, we wouldn't have this attitude of men being like, "Well, mm-hmm. it's something that we can just ask for and ask for, and eventually they'll give it to us because that's what they're supposed to do." You know, because that's what they. You know, it's a shame. Like sex has been so misconstrued for both genders, mm-hmm. and it's turned a lot of people that should be enjoying sex into people that don't know how to. Either way, yes, that's you know, exactly it's tragic. Yeah. It's and turning I find that so. men always find like maybe it's just this 
time of the year where everything's kind of coming out into the open where I find more and more men essentially just expect women to be come recept- receptacles. Mm-hmm. No, like, no, it's true. They're just like, oh, it's just, it's there. You know, that's its purpose. You yeah. know, because obviously jerking off in a corner isn't enough. You know, I've got to put it somewhere. <laughs> so like... <laughs> Jesus, the dings right away. The dings are going amazing. I wasn't so lying when I said this would be lit. So <laughs> if a girl says no, then he's like, oh, well, you know, that's her job. You know, I just have to like keep at it in different angles. Oh, she's just, just like, being a good she's, girl. She's yeah. being coy. She actually wants it, but yeah. she can't say it. So, so I, just, I just have to bring that out of her. Exactly. It's yeah. like yeah. it's like such a it's like they, it's set up as a challenge for them. Mm-hmm. Like you will get it. You just have to get it. You just have to find out how to get it. You just have to work at it. Yeah, and some. Like a logic puzzle, like it is, and the best of them think that it is a logic puzzle, and the worst of them don't care, and they just take it anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's what they think is a proper thing for a man. You can't see my air quotes, but I'm doing them to do. (laughs) Yeah, which is which is so wrong. I don't think I've ever had a time with a guy where I've been like, yeah, nah, I'm not into this, and then later been like, ah, you convinced me. Let's go. Never fucking happened because that's because you know when you're not into it. Yes, and you give cues, and you don't have to say, "I don't want to fuck you," but your body can say that. Yes, but you're like, like you know what I mean? Like, there's fucking yes. body language cues that show when a girl is not in you. But the thing is, they take those cues because they're meant, they're told to to take them as challenges. As challenges. Like if a girl, uh-huh. if, if she's like, "I don't really think I want to do this," rather than hearing the "don't want to" part, they hear the think I want to part Mm -hmm. so they think they can change it if they try hard enough when really they should just shut it the fuck down and respect the fact that she said no however she said it yeah Uh and I I personally think if someone even says I don't know or I'm not sure that should be enough that's enough to say no like if I was with a guy or a girl and they were like suddenly like you know even if we were like in the middle of it like you know what I'm having second thoughts done I'm off of you I'm away from you I'm apologizing like I'm are you what can I get you are you okay do you need anything do you want me to leave like what can I do to make you comfortable because you're uncomfortable right now and that is not all right exactly you know yeah. and so much of this is how this story in this article that's, evolved it's what's missing and it started story. off with even when they were at dinner and it seemed like he was rushing through dinner to get her back home yeah yeah and so it starts there yeah does anyone remember the opening scene from the first episode of the first season of master of none because I almost turned the like I almost didn't watch the rest of it after that scene. I was just like, "This is gross." And I, I will admit, in preparation, I did not. Well, That's I did not prepare and go back and rewatch it. But Damn. now like, I want to go back. And I know you really I should wanna. rewatch it because there was something about it that I just did not like. And I remember talking about it with a couple friends, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I almost didn't make it through that scene." Either. Was it him on a date? It was him on a okay. date. It was something with him and a woman. Yeah, oh, and it was so just really weird. awkward and weird and just. Like, it almost kind of gave off the vibes of exactly what happened in the Kind of, which, yeah, well, which I don't want to say without reminding myself exactly of what it was. But, but yeah, there was something about that opening scene, and then, like, the rest of the season was so great, and was, like, showing us things we don't usually see in kind mm-hmm. of mainstream media, yeah. in terms of, like, different races, different cultures, and, like, it's different true. generations. Yes. Like, it was, it was just so layered and intersectional. 
that I kind of forgot about that opening scene. I know, like, there are so many great things in that show about that kind of thing that we are not seeing on television, in any in Netflix, on on cable, on, on movies, any medium. And it was very refreshing to see that. I mean, the second season had that beautiful Thanksgiving episode. Oh, that was a great one. Which was incredible. Yeah. And it breaks my heart that I am now not, because I personally am the kind of person that I can't really separate the art from the artist. So uh-huh. I will not be able to rewatch that ever again without, or even think about it without feeling a little bit gross. Even though it was groundbreaking in terms of showing a lesbian coming out story, mm. it was yeah, it was really good, and a lesbian woman of color on top of things. Uh-huh. So it was very refreshing. And now, unfortunately, it's fucking tainted. Rosa came out you know? as bi on Brooklyn Nine Nine, so and I mean, I there is like, that. Oh, <laughs> we've all got Rosa. All my daydreams came true. <laughs> so that's really interesting. I did put on Facebook tonight that we were talking about this tonight, mm-hmm. and for anyone to comment or ask questions. And someone did write an interesting discussion point would be on how people's feelings and perceptions of a fictional character influences their judgment of the actor or actress in real life. In other oh, words, okay. Aziz on Master of None kind of plays the nerdy good guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's what he was kind of like on um, Parks, right? I guess maybe not so much nerd. Like, he wasn't a nerd, but he was such a nerd. Yeah, he was more of an awkward character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On Parks and Rec. And... It kind of goes into this whole, like, I just think of people like Seth Rogen. Like, these comedians that were, like, we portray as, like, they play the good guys. And yeah. I used air quotes. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to say when air quotes We haven't had anything used. bad about Seth Rogen, have we? Not yet. I mean, I, I'm not... <laughs> Please, no. I don't wait for it. He's Canadian. We can't have that. I'm I've already had a bunch of politicians the last couple of weeks get, get yeah, called out and stepped down. There's good. been whispers I've heard, like, on Reddit, so take it with like, a huge grain of salt, but uh, that there's whispers around Parliament Hill that there's some sort of, like, major accusation coming down about Trudeau at some point. No! <laughs> no! No! I'm sorry for I don't know. If that ends up happening and we were the first intoxicated, uh, <laughs> we can't have Second. Trudeau, please. Trudeau, please. <laughs> I really hope not, but I mean, at this point. But you know what? If he did, I feel it would be something around the Aziz Ansari level. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's like a. Not that I'm saying this is a good thing, <laughs> but I think that if anything was to come out about him, I would hope that it would be. The gray area sexual mm, assault yeah. currently, not like the what terrible, seen. horrible, like monster. <laughs> and it's the miscommunication things. side of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. is what we're experiencing yes. right now. Yes, and that they're not picking up on the social cues. They're not realizing that when a girl says "I don't know," you should stop. Like, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. a game of "Oh, well, I can change your mind." And I think a lot of guys view it as that way. It's how they interpret it. That's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And women are prudes, and they don't understand their own sexuality. It's up to me to turn to change their minds and turn it on for them. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> that makes me think of like the Victorian times when lesbians lived together relatively like unmolested by society because everyone just assumed there's no man, so there's no sex. So yes! they just went in living together. Yeah. Just sharing a home. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there cannot be anything happening between those two. Because there's no penis. Separate bedrooms. <laughs> entirely. Oh, entirely. man. It's <laughs> just a sleepover. Come on, ladies. <laughs> so let's get into this. Let's get into the date. Let's get into the what happened okay. on this date. Okay, okay. 
go through the circle. Yeah, so it started with him like asking for the check really quickly. Yeah, wanting to get out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, being his funny self, like he even made a joke. Ooh, like, she, oh, she recalls there was still wine in her glass and more left in the bottle he ordered. Like, <laughs> oh my god, there's wine on the table. This I mean, was oh, that's a waste this, of wine. This is what they had uh, on the date. Oh, that is that lobster roll have cucumber in it? What I am like, outraged. Those French fries. As a maritimer, them. fuck you. <laughs> Why would you do that to a lobster roll? I'm sorry. I'm I'm pissed. I think that would. I think it would lend the like the perfect crunchiness. Right? Yeah. Yes. In contrast Freshness. to the softness of the the lobster. You have a roll. You have a roll. You have hot dog meat. You have either butter or mayonnaise. That's it. Fuck anything. Well, else. I don't like lobster, so I'm thinking like crab and Get cucumber. Out. Ooh, crab and cucumber. So they walk to his place, which is, which is, side note. Poor Sarah trying to rain us in. We have to discuss the lobster. Um, so they walk to his place, which is ironically where Taylor Swift lives as well, apparently. Oh! Crossover! Go listen to our reputation episode. It's great. You should do it. Um, Get my numbers higher than my brother's. Go. Go help me. <laughs> so she says that in a second, when they were kissing, his hands were on her boobs. Like, instantly. Ugh. Just right there. I believe that. Nothing else. And let's see here. And so, da 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 da. Okay, so this was, I guess, when they were in the apartment, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go grab a condom within a few minutes of the first kiss. That's that, fucked. That is. That's very presumptuous. That was very polite of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I threw wine in her face. Sarcasm. And I, ruined, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm afraid. That was sarcasm. I was just gonna like <laughs> say on top of that, like I don't think I've ever been in a sexual situation with a guy where I wasn't the one who was like, I need to go get a condom now. I don't think I've ever had a guy take make the first move with that. But it would not ha- should not happen that fucking. That's why I keep condoms insane. on my coffee table. Doesn't everyone just keep putting <laughs> in, 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 in various flavors? You know, like everyone's different. When I know I'm good, I'll hide it under the pillow. There are also some mints in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I had a little pocket. It's already it's already pretty open, just a little, so you just tear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so things escalated. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Let's chill. So, it, from what I understand, this whole night was a series of her being like, just whoa, 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 whoa. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. And him being like, okay, okay, we'll chill. For like two seconds. And then pushing it even further again. Yeah. Which. I've had that date. <laughs> that happens so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With guys. And so then the next much. part is what really entertains me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the briefly? <laughs> briefly performed oral sex, sex on her. Briefly. And then asked her to do the same to him. I've definitely had that date. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I do this wow. for you. You have to do this for me. That's I love exactly what it is. Yes, that's exactly what that is. I love when they go down on you out of obligation. Yeah, nothing. How modern. fun is that? I've nothing heard modern. a lot of men say that they would never go down on a woman on the first date because it's too intimate. Yet I'm like, well, how many blowjobs have you accepted on, on a first, first date? No. <laughs> and then it's always yeah. <laughs> we, we doubled. We doubled <laughs> penetrated that bell. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I totally fucking agree. It's like, it, they act like that, and then they get all the blowjobs. Yeah, and, like, and stories come, like, yeah. really not as disgusting as vaginal fluid. Like, I've tasted both, okay? Yeah. It's, it, it it's about the same. <laughs> and honestly, I would rather you yeah, not no. go down on me at all than go down on me for, like, 30 seconds. And yeah. that's the thing. And not, briefly. And it's, it's like, it's, they briefly go down on you, and then, but you have to be there for, like... 
however long it takes. So just give it a lick you know? and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like okay, well, like, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm just going to set my timer and it's just going to be fair. Like, <laughs> I feel. That, I, I was very entertained by that as well. I just love the fact that they said briefly. Because mm-hmm. you know it was probably like oh. two minutes, maybe not even. Best. He didn't even get all the way through the alphabet. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. He basically wrote as is with his <laughs> time. <laughs> So like, oh man, it just it even just like reading this just makes me uncomfortable. It's the fact really that like it escalated as fast as it did, it, and, even, and that he yeah. rushed so much. What was the sticking his fingers in her mouth thing? Like, oh, what where is, is that? that? Oh, so okay, yeah. here we go. We're, all, we're all, so it says okay. <laughs> he began making a move on on her that he repeated during their encounter. The move where he kept taking his finger and like so two fingers in a V shape. And putting them in my mouth, in my throat, to wet his fingers. So I think this is called fish hooking. I let me see if I, I can know, actually I look. This has a phrase because oh the moment fish he sticks his fingers in my throat, he goes straight for my vagina. So he's probably like wetting, wetting his, yeah, fingers. because he knows he hasn't put in the effort or the you know to actually make, her, actually wet, make her feel wet and it actually into this. Not mm-hmm. to mention this is called the word. You the should claw. never use spit as lube. It's not as lube, guys. Not it's not. No. There's too much bacteria no. in there. Like do not do not. I don't know personally. In my opinion, like I'm okay with putting fingers in my mouth if I'm down for it. <laughs> but in a V-shape? That, like, I, that's uncomfortable. Like, 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 holding it open? Like, yeah, like, what is, is that? that? That's not, so, that's have you guys ever had that done to you in sex, during sex? In a V-shape? Like, fingers in my mouth? Like, they're trying to make me puke? Like, that's what yeah. I thought. Or, like, even, or even, just like the one finger. Oh, like in. when they're behind you? And like, they do it that way? Jesus. I, I, didn't mean, I, mean, I, I, I actually only know that one from porn. That's what I Yeah, that's their fingers in my mouth during sex and it is off-putting as fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I it's, it's, it's I can't and I will be puke. honest, for the longest time, I didn't realize this, this wasn't normal. And that's why this whole situation oh, so fucked me up so much because I was like, oh shit! This stuff, I just had some really shitty partners. The stuff really that shitty partners. I don't like putting my own fingers normal. in my mouth. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> and then like I, if you want to like bring your fingers to my mouth and like hold them there for a moment to see if I am going to like open my mouth to accept them, that's hot as fuck. I mean, but I don't jam them in there. Sucked a finger maybe or two to indicate what I'm in. You know yeah. that I'm willing to do stuff, but that was like it can be what I, I did. Like, like, yeah, like but you know, like he's yeah. holding your face when he kisses you, and you just grab that hand and you deep throat that finger to let him know what <laughs> what you can do. Yeah. That's very different. But you're putting but the that, finger in there. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's you're very different. Control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't feel like that's a move you just pull. No, on a, especially on a if first you want to want to put it in your own fucking mouth. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. If you want to get me wet, do do it right. Don't you know, down on me more than briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And also, if you went down on her and she was still not wet enough, you need to work on your skills. Like, you need to practice real. that alphabet. Yeah. For real. I mean, your first mistake was not staying down there. That's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why is trying to, to get the cap off the and wine a, bottle that's already, already off? <laughs> I'm sitting. I just started drinking, guys. I'm not even there yet. Sure. I'm just like, why is this happening? 
So the it's next thing, at all. the next thing he did was he kept moving her hands towards his dick like oh. multiple fucking times, like oh pushing the hand down. Why do guys always do that? Why? They they're all about pushing your hand down or your head down. Or head. It's like and and I get maybe doing it once, maybe in the heat of the Just moment. To test the, the water. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But if she moves it, she's you, clearly you not leave to do that it. alone until she wants to move her hand there. And okay. if she yeah. doesn't want to move her hand there. Then that's okay. Then kitty for you. Yeah, yeah. just keep like, making out because making out is hot enough on its own, guys. That's like, pretty nice. Yeah, it is really nice. Try to get the cap off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to snash it. <laughs> and so she said that this happened like multiple times. Like, I believe that five to mm-hmm. seven times. And like he was following says. her around. She was like getting up and moving, and yeah. he was like going after her and like he sticking was his fingers down, hunting her, her in his own apartment, hunting her. Yeah. So this was like a vicious cycle for him. And she even says that it felt like a game. Like, like your move, my move. Your move, my move. Your move, my move. Yeah, I think that's what they see it as. Like, and I, like, and again, not all men, hashtag. But like, I think that most men are brought up to see it as a game. Like, and that's the sad thing. It's not so much as just men are monsters. It's that men are taught these monstrous actions. And like, I was talking to one of my best friends yesterday about this. And she was saying like how... Her husband, even if she says yes, but she doesn't sound like she's so into it, he'll like be like, "Oh, are you sure?" Like, Aww. like you know, just like really like check in a million times, that's, and like really you nice. know, sometimes yes. you just do it. Like maybe you aren't so into it, but you still want to, you know, have yeah. that intimacy with your partner, and you're willing to do it, or you just don't sound as enthusiastic as you are. Yeah, and it, like she's just like, yeah, he will not stop until he's like sure Aww. I'm enthusiastic about it. It's so true because I mean, it's I think it is a great idea to always check in with your partner because like as no matter what you're doing, if you're doing something even something like something vanilla or something a little kinkier, mm-hmm. you should always have the conversation beforehand. What are your limits? What are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? Absolutely. But even on top of that. Watch for the cues even while you're doing it anyway because yeah. things can change. Yeah. Some people might be like, I want to try this new thing. I totally think I'm cool with it. And then they might not be cool with it. And you yeah. should be respectful enough as a partner to look for those signs. Exactly. And, and trust me, there is no woman alive that is going to think you're a pussy or that you're not a Fuck man. That. If you pause and you ask her, listen, I know that we said that you're okay and I, I feel like it's okay, but are, is it okay? Yeah. And I thought, you know, honestly, I had a situation with a guy that I didn't know that well. And before he went down on me, he was like, is this okay? Should I stop? And I said, fuck no. <laughs> don't stop. Right? Go to town. Oh no, no meaning don't stop. Yeah. Yes, yes. please but- do it. <laughs> Get down there. But how awesome was it that he took that time? Exactly. And it made it kind of hotter in a way because yes. I was like, yes, please. You I are giving the permission and the people power. who think like, checking in with your partner ruins the mood. Like, what it woman shouldn't. is going to say, you asked me too many times if I'm into this. I am leaving. The same people like, who think that asking for the condom is going to break the mood. That's the uh, same person. Like, I don't get it. Like, sex is about communication more so than action. Like, Oh, my goodness. My current yeah. partner knows when I get bored sometimes. Like, we'd be doing a doggy style or something, and I would stop being as enthusiastic as I usually am, and he's like, you want to switch it up? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, excuse me, like, he can tell that yeah. I'm bored out of my fucking gourd. Yeah, he <laughs> well, he and then, like, you. you know, yeah. and she said, like, his, her, my friend said her husband's, like, you know, whole bag is like, well, why would you want to have sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex with you? And, like, yeah. it's just not that enthusiastic simple. Like, it. why, yeah. like, if all these guys actually stopped and thought about it for half a second, like, 
I'm pretty sure most of them would say, actually, no, I don't want to have sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex with me. Yeah. And it's just like we've been talking about like that, just that brokenness of the relationship overall of, of men and women and like ex- gender expectations. Yeah. It's like, it's like this, this, a lot of things that I wrote, I read about this article, like so many people were like, well, if she didn't want to have sex with him, she should have gone home with him. And it's like, why oh God? God? Why? It's the 1930s. Yeah. Like, exactly. exactly. It's like, it's like, if you just because you like, you could go up to just talk, continue to talk to someone. You could go up to make out with them. You could go up for some like, I don't know, finger action, some <laughs> hand, some hand <laughs> you jobs. I don't know. You're Over the Sexuality, sex is so much more than just penis and vagina. Like, there's so much more to it to explore with someone. And it doesn't have to be all of it or none of it. It can be some of it. And she was maybe hoping for more. Yeah. And even if yeah. she went up to his apartment wanting to have sex with him, she's allowed to change her fucking mind. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Every all woman like, man is allowed to change her <sighs> fucking mind. All these moral panic people who are like, oh, we're having a moral panic about sex and this doesn't matter and we're all just getting your pentism and not over nothing. Please, we and need to have like, a moral problem. We need, we need this yeah. moment. And then they're yeah. all like, oh, I guess you're going to need a contract now. And it's like, well, no, that doesn't work because I could sign a contract and five minutes later change, change my, my mind. mind. Just because the contract like, says doesn't, doesn't yeah. mean doesn't you're not protected with your yeah. sex contract. Yeah. Yeah. Christian like, Grey. Christian Grey? Christian Grey, yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, that's a little bit. That contract would be like, can we please have a Fifty Shades podcast? Because I got words. Oh. <laughs> I hate Fifty Shades. Do we want to open up that? I, I would never be up for that because I hate Fifty Shades. That's why I want to do it. But anyways, so back to this date. That's terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So I, I do want to read this, this one part because I think it's important. So it says that throughout the course of her short time at the apartment, she says she used verbal and nonverbal cues. Both. But mm-hmm. people, so verbal and nonverbal cues, to indicate how uncomfortable and distressed she was. Yeah. And she even says, most of my discomfort was expressed in me pulling away and mumbling. I know that my hand stopped moving at some points, and I stopped moving my lips and turned cold. So, like, you know when you're, like, kissing someone, you're like, you yeah. don't, you, yeah, you, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, that's how she got, she got... That sounds like a freeze, turned. freeze reaction to me. Yes. Like, a slow, a shutdown, like... Dead yes. eyes, you yeah. know, if you when you see rape scenes when they're depicted well, the woman has dead eye the dead yeah, eyes. Eventually you you disassociate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the, you can't. No one's home. Can't. You turn off as much as you possibly can so mm-hmm. that you minimize what you are be experiencing. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And this this actually is a great example of another problem I had with a lot of the assholes that were giving off like bullshit things to the story that were like, Well, if she was that uncomfortable, why didn't she just leave? We can't leave, guys. We get murdered if we, we leave. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? <laughs> We're not just going to then get thrown to the floor. We either, and, yeah, we either yeah. May, might escalate a problem and really get hurt and really actually get, mm-hmm. like, beyond just sexually assaulted, really get raped. Mm-hmm. Or we might get murdered. It happens a mm-hmm. lot more than you might think it. Seriously, Google it. Or, like... Any, or we might just get beaten up, like or we're socialized to not make things uncomfortable. Yes, yes. with rejecting men, being nice, being women, nice. Yes. Women are ta- like I know I was. I was taught from day one to always be nice and always be like be whatever someone wanted, like to not make waves, to make sure everyone yeah. was comfortable, but not make making sure I was comfortable, and that has fucked me up so bad. Mm-hmm. Like I've had to try and train myself out of that, and it's still really fucking hard. Oh, it's for so me. hard. But mm-hmm. when you put that on top of a guy who is. 
And I, and I mean, a lot of people are like, well, in season three, he's so little. She probably could have just, like, punched him and knocked him out. No. no. She fucking Who's going to punch? <laughs> like, you're a no yeah. one. Who's going to fucking punch Aziz? Yeah. Like, it's like, like Terry Crews, power, right? Power control is not just based on size. Like, this is someone who was moderately famous, who had the girl who was, I think she was a, well, I think at this time, well, I guess more than moderately this time. 2017, probably. Probably, pretty, probably more than moderately. famous, okay, yeah. but, Fairly, but I like the, the dig. Yeah. Like, <laughs> moderately famous. Aziz. Yeah. But yeah, but even... But any amount of fame, though, in that kind of situation, if you're a civilian, and even if, especially if you're kind of a fan like this girl was, yeah. that's a power dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're, if you're mm-hmm. a boss to an employee, that's a power dynamic. A student to a teacher, power dynamic. All, like, uh, like they're all power dynamics. Yeah. And Very different. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, yes. if, if anything displays that this is not about, like, physical... Yes. Physical domination. It's about like mm, mental, yeah. and, uh, mental and emotional domination. Yeah. I think that situation really displays it because I mean yeah. he is a stacked black man. Hang on, what happened with him? He was sexually assaulted. I never knew that. By, right. yeah. by uh, um, like a high level ex- executive, executive producer. No, it was no, a, it was a male. It was a male. Yeah, at a party, a and he just kind of like came up to him and just groped him. Yeah, and Terry was just. I mean, did the same he thing with what to do. do. He didn't know what to do. He panicked. He froze. And he didn't say anything because that's what. And then everyone's like, do. "What? You're so big! Like, you why didn't you punch him? You could like, have knocked him out." First no. of all, he's black. The man who molested him was white. Yeah, and, 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 and any black man is an actor, yeah. which seems like such a pinnacle. But there yeah. are people above the actors yes, exactly. <laughs> in terms yeah. of the hierarchy of that whole yeah. system. And I mean, I'm a thirty-something white girl, so I can't speak to this. But I feel like any person of color is extra careful when dealing with some, an aggressor who is, a, who is not of color, who is white. Well, that's because why, that's how broken the system is for them in general anyway, on top of this issue. the oh. Is it Nupita Nolongo is the only person of color Nupita, who came yeah, forward Nupita. to accuse Harvey yeah, of he, anything? She was the only one that he was like, this never happened. Fuck her. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like um, I guarantee you it happened, and you're only acting this way because you're offended that the black girl called you out. Yeah. Which, fuck you! Speaking of Weinstein, did anyone see the interview with Rose McGowan? No. Which one? So I didn't see it yet, but I read an article really quickly today about how apparently, like, she was on Seth... Late night with Seth Meyers. Yes, Seth, Seth Meyers apparently- is like the unspoken hero. He's, uh, he's like fucking he is like the only good like. Well, not, I mean, if not, something like, comes out against him, that's it. I'm just done with men. I would find it hard. <laughs> I would. Like, I would like, quit. He's I just one done. of those guys, though. Let's like, go find like, lesbian island. Yeah. I feel like he <laughs> might be like us. a Tom Hanks. I feel like we're safe. Like there are a couple guys that I really do feel we're safe. <laughs> like there's not a lot of them, and I'm and it's still like if it came out, it comes out, and I'm gonna I will eat my words. But I feel like we're safe. <laughs> well, apparently it was just a really uncomfortable interview. Like I don't really know. I haven't watched it yet. Did you hear about how Ben Affleck told everyone that Rose was a liar? Oh my god! No. Well, his brother is a fucking racist rapist, so he can just yeah. fuck right off. <laughs> All the Affleck's Oh my god, like when, when, uh, sorry, Birth Corey. of a Knee. Yeah, sorry, I told you, sorry, Corey, I told you Corey was just begging for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> when Birth of a Nation came out and then everyone was like, we can't actually see this because the writer, director, st- I don't know if he starred in it, um, was accused of rape. Like, he was black. And then the next year, same situation, guy, um... What's his face? Affleck was up for uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, and but no one crickets. No one said. Anything. Didn't clap. And I was like, racist yes, assholes. That was amazing. That was her not clapping for him was very amazing. Brave. Very brave of her. Yeah, but he's pulled out of the Oscars. 
Who is that? Uh, Casey, Casey yeah. has pulled himself out of that because generally the winner always uh, gives away the <gasps> gives uh, away the next award. Next award, yeah. which is yeah. happening very That's soon. That's why Brie had to give it to him because she was the one who won before, so she was assigned to this. Because it's usually they swap the gender. Allison Brie is you... uh, no Brie Larson. Brie Larson. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Allison um, Brie is married to Dave Franco, which yes. Yes. concerns me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> it's unfortunate that she's involved in the family, but I thought it was very tacky for them to ask her on that carpet. She does no, no, no woman. I thought that was so improper. No woman needs to yeah. answer for a man we in his actions. We need to yes. stop. We need to stop damning that, like, the women. Her husband, like her husband's brother. Yes. Like, what the fuck does she have to do with it? I know. Like I might understand if it was her husband. Even then, that's tacky. But to ask about her husband's brother, so fucking tacky. And I thought she I didn't know that happened. Like, yeah, Shit. I thought she handled it very classily. Mm. I really did. Mm. I think she did the best that she could have with the situation. I give her full props because she never should have been put in that position. But we're so quick to damn the women. And ask yeah. them what they think without asking the men. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about being in a family of rapists? Right? That's what they ask. That's and, but, but basically we'll, what they ask. But, yeah. when, <laughs> but when Dave comes up, we'll just talk about his movie. Like, we won't ask him directly. But we will definitely ask you, wife of his brother. <laughs> like, Well, that is long-standing. Yeah. Uh, stereotype about women, or I guess expectation that women deal with all of the emotional labor yeah. uh, they're, they're of not only keepers. a relationship but yep. but any man they really are I guess associated with mm-hmm. I mean for me I I don't want to say a woman would be should be accountable for a man's actions like in no way is that mm-hmm. so but I feel like we're kind of in a critical space and time in feminism right now where Basically, things are venerated just because a woman does it, and we've kind of got to get beyond that, and it's got to be beyond just celebrating something just because a woman has done it, and we do have to hold women to account mm-hmm. for their their own actions. Mm-hmm. So true. And in some cases, associations and, and how they enable certain mm-hmm. people and certain certain yeah. actions. So yes, I don't think that was an appropriate question to yeah. ask Alison Brie yeah. at all. But you're right. There are women but that should be questioned. We do still no, need to yeah. ask women... Yeah, there you are know. definitely a time and place for certain women who are in circumstances. Absolutely, I agree mm. with you on that. I think that we can't just pretend that because it's an issue that affects women, women can't be part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a lot of times women can't be part of the problem. We reify just the, just, all these same just gender the same, stereotypes. Yeah. We even exactly. internalize them and, and we just the same way them. as there were men that knew about these things and turned their backs and were so quick to demonize them, there were a lot of women that did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There really were. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. I mean, there's no there's no when it comes to a person's gender, it doesn't matter what gender you have, if you knew something was wrong and you yeah. turned your back on it, mm-hmm. you are complicit. You are part of the problem. True. I mean, in terms of like what the wider thing, like when we see the situation with the shitty men list, um, shitty men and media list, like that is a tool that women were using to protect them, oh, themselves yes. and each other, mm-hmm. and then they get castigated for doing that. But it's like, what do you want us to do? Like, what? It's constant goalpost yeah, moving, it's like, and like, there's no right answer, there's no right action. Yeah, it's like we're damned if we say anything, and we're damned if we don't say anything. It's like you want yeah. us to either shut the fuck up, but then you ask us why we didn't speak out, and it's like because you wanted us to shut the fuck up. And if we spoke we out, you yeah. damn us for that. Like, there's yeah. no winning. Damned if you do, damned like, if you don't. Yeah. And if I was a woman, and I knew a woman, a fellow woman, was going up to meet work with someone that I knew was problematic. Of course I'm going to fucking warn her. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to let her walk into that den of thieves and get molested or, or raped or abused or anything or harassed in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. I would warn someone. I just yeah. would. Like Gian, I've, there was quite the Whisper oh, yeah. Network in Toronto and the, yes. the wider oh, uh, art scene in Canada yeah, of like 
probably yeah. dozens, if not hundreds, of people yes. knew about that. And then the men always ask, like, or and some women, some women too, of course, obviously, this is not just a men thing. I think in this particular situation, I always ask, like, well, why didn't they come forward? Why did they? Well, they they knew, like, they warned mm. each other, and um, I guarantee yeah. you, someone overheard the warning. Someone knew the warning was happening. More people than you want to admit knew what's happening was yeah. happening, but nobody did anything. When so, of course, you got to keep the warnings up. Yeah. One time I was walking down Roby Street. Dennis and I were out for a night jog. Night, not jog. We don't jog. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't Night know. stroll. We were out for a night stroll, and we were uh, going down Roby, and we came across a woman who has a very similar body type to mine. So, for, I guess, our listeners, some very slight, uh, you know, weigh a little over 100 pounds. And um, she was walking a huge tank of a dog like a pit bull or something oh, like something nice. that had to have been 80 or 90 pounds like nice. and well I made the comment after we passed her to Dennis that like it was a beautiful dog but I could I would never feel comfortable owning a dog like that because if something happened I wouldn't be able to physically control it yeah and she kind of gave me the stink eye after I made that comment I was like I wasn't saying anything about you that was totally about me yeah and we were That's walking fair. like you know we get about 10 feet further down the street and we hear voracious barking and we turn around and her dog is fighting another dog in the middle of the street on the yellow line of Roby Street. Holy shit. By the Irving there down by North. Oh yeah. And um, yeah some like golden retriever or something that someone else was out walking and like she was like tugging and tugging and tugging and she could not control this animal. (laughs) Like it was amazing that she just like yeah the dog decided to prove my point. But like I feel like that's a very astute kind of metaphor mm. for the expectations on women of controlling like somehow we're expected to control men and their sexual desires oh, and yeah. like their actions and like all the way from how they treat us to how they treat other people and like how they are in the world like Mel- Melania and uh and Trump like she's constantly correcting yeah. him and like you know he doesn't he can't remember to put his hand over his fucking heart for the pledge of allegiance or whatever well, they yeah, do just there in leave the him and like, let him drown. she's gotta like you know make sure he's doing the proper things and like i just feel yeah that that kind of instance of the the small woman with the big wow. dog is kind of a that is really metaphor a, yeah a good metaphor for that because we are Expected to. Well, I can remember control men. I can remember when David Cross came out with that unfortunate stereotyping Chinese thing he did. Did you ever know what I'm talking about? Oh, is that the the um. He the like woman said about, that like, she, yeah, he, yeah, he made a, some really horrible jokes. There was like a writer jokes. or an actress of, of Asian descent, and he made some very terrible racist jokes to her. Yeah. And she came out with this later, and people were asking her husband, her his wife about Amber him. Amber Tamlin. And, and yeah, Amber Tamlin, who is very outspoken She's feminist. She's pretty amazing. She's amazing. Mm. But so many people were throwing hate at her because they were like, why aren't you like standing divorcing up for him? Why aren't you divorcing him for this bullshit? And she was like, he is my husband? I am well fucking aware he made a mistake, and I'm fucking furious with him. But he's my husband? Stay out of my fucking marriage? Yeah, yeah like, really. We are dealing with it, I assure you, but it's none of your goddamn business. Yeah, and exactly. I, I I felt so terrible for her because, like, it's one thing to be, like, obviously super fucking pissed at your husband for being dumbass. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. then to have everyone villainize you because you're not immediately you're not, in a divorce court yeah. the next morning? Like, come on. And, like, and it, it, this goes to, like, the... Just like men are permanent babies in our society, yes. and like women are, 
We're fucking we're all the mothers. We're and like, mothers yeah, and like, and it's disgusting. Caretakers, and like, it's just, and we're supposed to pre- protect them from themselves more so than yep. you know protect other people from them. Why didn't you make him a better person? Why didn't you make him change his ways with your own feminism? Like, it's like fuck you. That's not my fucking job. Mm-mm. Like, for all you know, these women were in abusive relationships with this man themselves. I'm not saying any of these women are, mm. but it wouldn't shock me Mm-mm. because, like, if what what goes... If the, he's doing that to people on the street, imagine what he's doing at home. Mm-hmm. This is a general he, by the way. I'm not speaking to any <laughs> man before anybody, like, sends Sarah angry messages. How dare you? I'm no longer talking about David Cross and Amber Tamil. Let me tell you that right now. This is general. But, like, it's... I, like, especially... But I will say, especially with Melania and Trump, like, a lot of people are, they're like, well, why doesn't you just leave him? And I'm like, you don't know what goes on behind those doors. Mm-mm. You don't know what pressure she's under. You don't know what contract That's she's under. That's very signed. true. She has a son with him. Like, yeah. she does seem to be a very good mother. Like, and people who you, say and she knew what assume. she was getting into she as well. Did. I, I fully believe all the reports that say they were basically in the middle of signing divorce papers and then he became president and she was fucked. Yeah, she wasn't. He, she did not want to be first. first no, wife. I never believed she first wanted lady. to be first lady at mm-hmm. all. You could tell. I, I kind of want to be president. And hear me out. Oh! <laughs> I, I hate Trump. I hate, despise him to, like, no end. But... Yeah, pull that mic up. <laughs> Sarah's luck pushing the mic towards my face. Um, no, I read this article. It was, like, this little fluff piece about Melania Trump. And was it about how she was in love with the New York bodyguard? No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I heard she was having an affair with the Tiffany's manager. <laughs> That's more exciting. I like that. The bling. She wants her ice... <laughs> All right, no, I read this article about, like, how Melania Trump is the first first lady to not get involved in anything. Oh, my God. And, like, you hear about it. She does not not support her husband publicly. Fuck no. (laughs) Anytime she's in public with him, you can just tell she's barely hanging on to interest. Exactly. She's, like, it barely speaks to him. They're not physically affectionate whatsoever. She was the first first lady in history to not move into the White House right away. That was shocking. Mm. (laughs) Like, people hated it, but I'm like... She probably didn't want to go to the White House. Mm-hmm. She was just like, what is this fucking shit? Yeah. And then they realized how expensive it was, and she eventually yeah. had to move in. I think it's just, but they're it's just not like, like a I, team in their relationship. Like I kind of Michelle yeah. and Obama. Uh, no. I kind of yeah. love it that yeah. Melania is like silently protesting her husband. Her uh, own it's like, woman. I, yeah. I, saw tweet, I like that, yeah. I saw a tweet once that was like, Melania, blink once if you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give us something. Like, what? <laughs> what's going on there? I just think it's really sad how quickly people demonize the woman in these situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, be it a wife, be it a girlfriend, be it a friend. Why didn't you know? Why didn't you tell someone? Why didn't you make it better? You don't know what was going on with that poor person, what they mm-hmm. were going through. For all you know, they knew, and they didn't know how to deal with it, and yeah. they're in fucking therapy, or they're, I don't know, like, maybe they have some kind of, they've developed some kind of crazy addiction problem to cope with it. Like, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think for people to cast judgment on these people that are caught up in these situations mm-hmm. is really unfortunate. Well, like the Frenchman, I was, I think I yep. talked about him before, yep. um, that I was in a relationship with, like, everything was hunky-dory most of the time, but then when he was having, like, a passive-aggressive fit... It was all like, oh, I pay your rent and I pay all the groceries and love because he was the the financial breadwinner in that relationship. I mean, he was here. His company was paying for like all of his living expenses. That wasn't even coming out of his pocket. Oh, God. So like free rent and shit was just, you know, 
what he had. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you want me to pay you rent, then fine, I'll pay you something. But, but like, like, you're not paying for it either. But yeah. like, he would hold that over my head whenever he was uh-huh. angry about anything. Oh, that's and terrible. like, we would go to like fancy clothing stores, places where they serve you wine while you're shopping. And like, he'd be like shopping for jeans and shirts. He'd be like, why don't you pick out a few things? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then have that over my, like, yes! you, have, you have that leverage over oh, me? Like, that's oh terrible. God. No, yeah. people that use gifts as something that always has a string attached. Are oh, disgusting. the worst! Yeah, that's the worst. Because you can't get away from that. Like mm-hmm. you, just, like they'll hold it over your head until you're gone. Like, I had a guy yeah. like in high school who bought me a cheeseburger, and he kind of thought that meant he was like entitled to a blowjob. Which is like, no, that's not, that <laughs> no, that, not, that's, that's not the going rate. That is, <laughs> yeah, that, that is not. You want a blowjob? You earn it by respecting me. <laughs> like, let me tell you that right now. Like cheeseburger is not gonna cut it. Like. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting heated in here. Damn. <laughs> well, okay, back to the Are you? Yeah. Oh, look at the face. So Sarah is hurting cats at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is fucking great. We'll just we'll just kind of wrap up the I guess her night with him because essentially he was just kind of like, "Where do you want me to fuck you? Where do you want me to fuck you?" And then mm. her mind, she's like, "I don't want to fuck you at all." <laughs> It wasn't what it wasn't do you want to fuck me? It was yeah. where do you want me to fuck you? Exactly. Like putting all the onus on her. And then I think there's the, the end point where she oh, eventually right? gets out of it. Yeah. And she says, I said I don't want to feel for I don't want to feel forced because then I'll hate you and I'd rather not hate you. <sighs> yep. Yeah. You so still then, don't get it? <laughs> and so yeah. then she sent him a message. Yeah. Essentially mm-hmm. calling him the fuck out. Good. And I have his apology here. Should I read it? I'll read a part of it. Yes. I'll try not um, to like, throw a blueberry at you. <laughs> <laughs> so after all this came out, he did issue out a, a statement. And he said, in September of last year, I met a woman at a party. We exchanged numbers. We texted back and forth. And eventually went on a date. We went on to dinner. And afterwards, we ended up engaging in sexual activity, which by all indications was completely consensual. Fucking really? God. What indications was he going on? You know but, what I mean? And that's like, the thing. They never say what the indications were. They just claim that they were there. Yeah. And that absolves mm, them. Like, yeah. she's got detailed reasons why she said no and detailed memories. And they're just like, oh, well, that's not how I remember it. But they never say how they remember it. Mm-mm. Because they don't actually remember it that way because they know exactly what they fucking did. Mm-hmm. And they just don't see it as that big a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he says the next day, I got a text from her saying that although quote-unquote, it may have seemed okay upon further reflection, she felt uncomfortable. Oh, uh, the old cry rape because I regret what I did. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I... Uh, uh, I, like, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I've, I've never... I've slept with a lot of people. I've never regretted it because I wanted to do it in the moment. Sure, maybe some of them weren't the best decisions. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you, might, you might regret making the decision, but you don't regret the action. Well, yeah. yeah it's a different I, thing. Like, yeah. yeah. I regret I, having sex. I regret... Having sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely have had have had encounters where I'm like looking back, I'm like, oh, that was a terrible idea. Or, I'm, oh, that was not great sex. Like literally, not like not this kind of not great sex, right? But actually, not great sex. And been like, yeah. oh, I wish I'd chosen differently. But that's very different from the story he's trying to pull, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, she just cried rape. Yeah, and it, there's a difference between we not having chemistry. Like, yes. like not having a sexual chemistry yeah. and actually feeling legitimately violent. Or like that gentleman yeah. we both banged who didn't move his hips. Like that. <laughs> Wait. What? How do you even? I, 
drawing a diagram. How does this? Is this a male starfish situation? Did oh my god, the most ro- the most robotic, stiff, like not nothing. The body, but not like the, like, yeah, the like whole, there's no hip movement. And did I don't even know how it happens. Was he on his tongue a lot? Over the top. I have how does that work? I don't. We even. had sex a lot in the shower too, and I'm just like, no shower sex is good. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm willing to give it the good old try. But like, yeah, no. I did he sit on his tongue a lot with you, Jim? I don't remember. Hmm. Like, in, in your throat type Like, deal, while, no, or? just while he was just hanging out, like, while he was just doing his, like, it was, like, a lot of, like, you know, when, you know people's sex faces? He had, like, when, when we did it, it was, like, a tongue out. <laughs> and it was very bizarre. Like, like a dog? Eyes, eyes <laughs> yes! Like an anteater, like. Yeah. <laughs> just very disconnected. Very disconnected. Like, I found. dogs that yeah, like, Very disconnected. Very and that's, like, that's so. something, like. I'll finish. I'm gonna finish the apology first. Okay. Uh, so she felt like her mom. It was true that every everything did seem okay to me. So when I heard that it was not the case for her, I was surprised and concerned. I took her words to heart and responded privately. After taking the time to process what she had said, I continued to support the movement that is happening in our culture. In our culture, it is necessary and long overdue. That's his apology. Ugh. The one thing I will say is, like, I did listen to a podcast recently. Um, the guys we fucked. It's a great podcast. Um, and they were essentially like, okay, we have to talk about this. Let's talk about it. And they were talking, and I kind of agree with this. Because I feel like sometimes when you're having sex with somebody, and this is just my experience. Everyone's fucking different. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you, when you like someone so much, and you know them really well, and they do something that's really off-putting in bed, it kind of feels like they're out of their own body. Like, it's not really them. It's not a character mm-hmm. experience. Like, it's not really them there. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And us girls are just like, what the fuck? Like, who are you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I like, totally do. And yeah. I fucking feel that way all the time. Yeah, 100%. Because if, especially if it is a friend or someone you have a relationship with, because you have that trust and you're like, okay, I trust that this person cares about me, but what the fuck was that? Yeah. It's like, it's like what I was Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like what I, I told you about the situation. I, I basically, I had a, an encounter with someone that I was friends with and I was having a, I was with someone, um, in another room and I no longer felt comfortable with that situation. So yeah. I pulled out and I was, I got in bed with this other guy and I was like, listen, the other guy's keeping me out. Is it cool if I just sleep here? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, great. And I felt really safe and I was sleep and I woke up with his hands in my underwear. And it's like, mm-hmm. really? And like at the time I didn't, like, I was so like, I was, I mean, I was just waking up. So I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. And, like, I let it kind of continue, and then I just kind of disengaged and left, and, like, we've never mentioned it since. I have yeah. seen him. And, like, and I would not, I don't, I don't think that is, like, for me personally, I don't think that rape. I do think it was a level of sexual assault, because mm-hmm. there was no consent, like, we didn't You were asleep. It. Yeah. Yeah. There's, but, yeah, no. But I think that's the kind of situation where if I, if I could do it again, I would, in the light of day, like, sit down with him and be like, listen, I just want you to know, like, mm. obviously I know you weren't coming from a... a you know, a day, a horrible, rapist monster place. But what you yeah. did with me was really not really acceptable. And mm-hmm. like, like I, I just want you to know, you probably shouldn't do that with anyone else in the future. Yeah. We're okay. We got caught. Maybe you got caught in the moment. You know, whatever. Yeah. But like, you should know, wasn't cool. I, I don't like. I'm not scarred for life or anything. I don't mm-hmm. need therapy, and I'm not like really upset about it. But like, you should have done it. Yeah, you know? and it would be interesting to see yeah. if they realize that because and that's yeah, and when they said yeah. this on the podcast, I really connected with it because I agree because I feel like in the apology he's saying he's essentially like, well, I thought everything was fine. Yeah, 
Like this and whole, it's just like, like what? Oh, like hang, hang dug, like you yeah. know, oh gee, oh shucks type <laughs> of like yeah. Yeah. Oh, golly gee. Like <laughs> I thought I was doing the right thing, and I turned up. But like, because I think that the person that I that I experienced this with would feel like genuinely like a shit heel. Well, that's mm. the thing, you know. But because like he probably has been raised on like a you know like oh this is sexy, I'm gonna wake up this way, it's gonna be so hot, like she's gonna be into it, mm-hmm. you know, like that. I think was where he was going. So it wasn't coming from a bad place. Yeah. It was good intentions, but it was not properly discussed because anything yeah. sexual you need to discuss first. Absolutely. You just need to. Mm-hmm. It consent is so fucking important. So like no matter who it is, no matter how well you know them, no matter I don't care. You need to stop and you need to talk to them before you even touch your hand. Touch them at all. I went down cues. Yeah. Yeah. I once asked my husband if he would find it hot, like, to wake up to a blowjob. Yeah? To receiving a blowjob. He's like, if you want to punch in the face, then try that. I'm not going to know what the hell is happening. <laughs> and, like, who that is. Like, that is like coming out of that sleep box. Like, I'm glad yeah. I asked. <laughs> I had a similar experience. Uh, someone was discussing this with me, and they were like, would you be adverse to waking up to sex? Like, or how do you feel about that? And at first I was like, well, I guess that would be okay. And immediately he was like, I don't think you're actually okay with that. And I was like, you know what? I'm not. Well, you said, I guess. (laughs) But I'm so conditioned to please other people and go along with the flow that without thinking, I say yes. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to have him be like, I, are you sure though? Like, Mm. and then, cause he was like, I kind of know your history and I don't think that lines up. If you don't mind me saying. And I, and I hate to say it too, but I feel like sometimes when you're hooking up with someone and especially with someone you really want to hook up with, sometimes they'll do something that's off-putting and let's say you, you tell them or you give a verbal cue that you don't like it and they change it up. You're just like, okay. I'll give them this. Yes. I'll give them this. Like, let's, let's keep doing yeah. this because I've waited so long for this yeah. and I want this to happen. You just wave away the But you bits. kind of are like, and again, it goes back into that pleasing thing though. Yeah. Mm. It, it goes back into that. Yeah. But the point is, is men have to take those fucking cues and yes. stop. And that's what this guy and did. Stop. And I And I, it was so foreign to me. Because like, <laughs> I've been with, with so many shitty dudes. Yeah. That like, I was like, are you sure? Like, I mean, and because that's what you do. Like, are you I, mad I, at me? I know that's I, exactly what it was. So I was like, yeah. and you're not mad at me, or like you're not upset, or like I'm not not good enough anymore because I won't want to be banged in the morning when I first wake up. He was like, no, <laughs> assholes have been treating you this way, and I'm just like, Damn. a lot of them. <laughs> it's well, really it's shocking how much that's refreshing. one. It that's what it's it's refreshing and it's honestly very surprising. Like to have one person that is actually deeply respectful and very aware of boundaries and crossing them and mm. wanting to be conscious of what I'm comfortable with and what I'm not comfortable with that it's foreign yeah mm. like and I feel like I'm doing wrong things because it's like are you comfortable and I'm so used to having to say yes or feeling I need to say yes to keep them that like it's my automatic go-to mm. and it's getting used to saying you know what no hold up you know what I'm actually not comfortable with that is that yeah. okay? And they're like, of course it's okay. I don't want to do anything that you're not comfortable with. That's not hot for me. If you're uncomfortable, that's not sexy. Yeah, like, exactly. well, I don't want to do that. And I'm just like, there are good, there are good <laughs> people out there. There are good men and women out there that understand consent, guys. Like, they yeah. exist. It's so yeah. true. And I think that we're getting to a point where we're being more aware that it's something that does need to be brought up and discussed. So there, those people are going to be more aware 
And the people I think that are making the mistakes that aren't necessarily the bad mistakes, but are still mistakes, mm. I think we're getting to a point where we can discuss it with them and they can listen and take something away from it. Mm. So true. Yeah. My current partner and I have kind of like a running joke. If I go to his place really late at night, I sometimes do pass out without having sex with him. I'm sorry. It happens. It's true. After we're, a long day. We are busy ladies and we are tired. So like a couple <laughs> of years ago, we, like this is how it started. This is like a long standing friends with benefits so it's been years but um it started out as you know i would go to bed and he's like i'll just wait till you go to sleep and then i'll have sex with you and i'm like okay if that's how you want to die <laughs> i didn't like to learn you're going to die i was about to be like whoa if that's whoa, the last whoa. thing you want to do sure <laughs> and then it progressed to like uh, just do whatever you want just don't wake me up and then He's just like, well, what would happen if I wake you up? And I'm like, you would never see your penis again. (laughs) Do you want to take that risk? (laughs) Wait, sorry. Exactly. And one clarification: when you say do whatever you want, do you mean like jerk off? No, like in a joking way. He's just like, okay, "Okay, I'll just, I'll just wait till you fall asleep. And I'm like, I'll just do whatever you want. Just don't wake me up. I'll kill you. (laughs) But he he wouldn't actually do it because one time he did actually freak me out in bed. He was lying down and he's, you know, rubbing my back or whatever. I can't really remember. And then just something switched, like a switch inside me, just like, yeah. like red lights. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, the fuck did you just say? And I turned around, like wide open. I'm like, the fuck did you just say to me? And he's like, is this pineapples? And I'm like, yes, this is pineapples. Safe word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. don't you ever fucking do that to me again. And yeah, yeah he apologized right well, away. And, and I'm like, there's a difference between good. joking. It's great that he was open to listening to you and remembering it and apologizing and yeah. then moving on. Like, it doesn't yeah. need to be a big deal yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be something that has a real moment yeah. where you yeah. both acknowledge and accept and then remember mm-hmm. Yeah. what the other person has requested. Yeah. It goes back to, like, the man babies, like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. and, like, it's all about, like, how fragile a man's ego is and how, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, just get over yourself and, like, yeah, sure, I can be angry with you in a moment, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop liking you overall. Like, if, you yeah. know. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, what if, if you happen. What yeah. about like, the obsession with making girls get off? Because sometimes I'm not going to. And you're just going mm-hmm. to have to deal with it because no. I want to go to bed and go to sleep. Yeah. And it's just not guys, happening. These no guys what are you just do. like, no, I will not stop. And, and I was just like, but I want you to stop that. <laughs> yeah. That, so, I, yeah, I orgasm is not like the goal. Like, it's just about enjoying exactly. the experience together. It's, it's not, I, you know, it's just a bonus if it happens. Yes. I'm like, fuck yeah. I think that. It's, I mean, we're trickier, like, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Like, we are. Like, 100%. we acknowledge that. The vagina is nowhere near as open a book as the penis, which is just, you know, you, <laughs> I'm doing yes. a jerk-off motion. <laughs> like, like, there's only so many buttons on a penis compared Basically, to a vagina, like which twice is, like, all the things. things. Like, yeah. And, and, and I feel like, I personally, for me, the journey is sometimes more fun than the destination. Totally agree. Like, if I get to the destination, mm-hmm. fine. But I've, if I had just had a lot of fun along the way, yeah. I'm fine. It can still feel lovely without yeah. one. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, if I have a fun, like, if I'm having a really great sexual experience with a guy or a girl and they get off before me, but I don't feel like the need to get, my, get off myself, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily need, and vice versa. If I was with someone, they were like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm good. I would accept that because, like. Okay, but I think a lot of people are have this idea that if the other person doesn't get off, 
it's a bad experience, and it you fail. Down to like the, it's like a gamification of sex. Well, it's a, it's a, it's so the transactional nature of yeah. sex, like we've been talking about this whole time. Like you know about the chase, and like you know it's something a woman gives to a man as opposed to something that you make or share together. Like it's this That's whole transaction, transactional. Like I gave you an orgasm, so now you are. Yeah, yeah, I owed one. Or yeah, yeah. or you gave me so one, true. I owe you one. Yeah, we'll have to start looking at it differently than that. I think. Yeah, um, and there's another phrase. There's a phrase, guys. Ooh, use she's a making lot. a face. What is it? There's a <laughs> phrase, guys. Use a lot in bed that I kind of have a problem with. It's the "come for me" phrase. I'm coming for me, not you. <laughs> oh, yes, you know what I mean, like. And and don't and don't get me wrong. Sometimes I find it hot, so I can't say that I totally hate it. But I just every time I hear that, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I've ever had a machine. Guy. <laughs> you guys have never had that? I have. Oh, yeah. Come for me. I have. I have. I like come on me. Like I'm not a fucking gumball machine. I'm not just gonna like <laughs> click because you tell me to. Like it's yeah, just... exactly. And usually when they say that, I'm like, okay, the pressure's on. It's not going to happen now. <laughs> if they ask that, it's probably not, not going to happen. Like, oh, like an instant mood uh, it's, I have just, like, if I'm on top, it's it's fine. I got this. But otherwise, it's, it's a real challenge. I yeah. really thought I did enjoy the phrase, come for me, until I was introduced to the phrase, please come for me. And I was like, I like that more. That please. <laughs> I like that phrase. Please. It's funny oh, adding no. one word to one change word it One word changes it. And I was like, oh my god, I like that so much better. You see so <laughs> much, it's so literally. So this is an interesting article that I read. Amanda, have you seen this one yet? Oh, I saw yeah. this. Yeah, so this is. I'm sure I have. Essentially, they did a study um, on what kind of men and women think of when they think of bad sex. Okay. And essentially what came out of it? Let me find the actual... I saw this article, but I don't think I actually managed to find to read it. Oh, Amanda, you'd be all up in this. So, like, essentially what it's saying is, is, like, when men think of bad sex, they think of, I didn't get off. Mm -hmm. Or, she was just laying there. Or, like, she was starfishing. (laughs) But when women think of bad sex, they think of being fucking coerced and humiliated and painful sex. I mean, their boundaries disrespected. So the fact that it's so fucking skewed. Mm -hmm. That's wild. It's well, I mean, actually that, terrifying. Yeah, that goes back to the kind of, like, bad date. Like, what's the concept of a bad date? Like, not having anything to talk about or any common ground is a bad yeah. date. Like, uh-huh. getting yeah. assaulted is beyond bad date. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of, of people, not having sex at the end of a date means the whole date was suck, was shit. And it's like, really? Like, dates are not about the end goal of just boning someone. They're about getting to oh, know someone go, and find out if you even want to bone them. Oh, like, my God, I know. You know? I, I remember once I had a really bad date with a this guy, like, I met on the internet back before it was, like, kosher to do that, back when, like, Lava Life was the big game Ooh, in town. Yeah, like, early 2000s. And, like, it was one of the very few first dates I ever had where I didn't fuck the guy. And, like, just because we were we were at the old triangle and we just had, like, a couple appetizers and a couple beer. And, like, we had nothing to fucking talk mm-hmm. about. Like, oh. he was a plumber. I was, like, an academic <laughs> at the time. And, like, not to say that we would necessarily not have anything to, to talk about. I went on a date with him knowing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
there was just nothing, nothing. there. Zero. And, like, at the end of the date, like, I wasn't going home with him. I wasn't inviting him anywhere. And he's like, all right, so I guess I'll contact you for, for our next date. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, what? You don't recuse at all. That <laughs> is presumptuous. I don't think there'll be a second one. <laughs> I admire your confidence. Oh, like, no. like, that was so uncomfortable. Why would you want to do that again? Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, like, and so this article is fucking insane. And I will link to this one as well. But what's interesting about this is, is, like, when I think about when I talk to my friends about, like, having good sex, usually one of the first things I say is, they were respectful. Oh, that's so fucking sad. Isn't that fucked? That's so fucked. That should be so that... baseline. It doesn't even get mentioned. Like, no, kind of like saying, the... I have a good relationship with my SO because they don't hit me. Right? Like, <laughs> is that the lowest bar? That shouldn't even be, like, in your mind. Like, like orgasm is so down far on the list for me. When I think of, like, do you just not be treated me like a person? <laughs> it was wonderful. Like, it was weird. oh god. And and he asked me with, what I wanted. And have you ever <laughs> have you ever talked to your male friends about like bad sex? Like most times, it's the starfish thing. That's fair, yeah. No, most times. And it's just like, point. well, if she was starfishing, maybe stop having sex with her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe what as for what's so the deal? About, like, yeah, it's like sex with a as a woman who has sex. Why would you starfish? Like I yeah. once had a man. Unless that is like a predetermined thing. Yeah, where, that's fair. That's you know, like, fair. There are I mean, some scenarios. Yeah, well, yeah, where, everyone's got their thing. But I yeah. feel like, you know what? He wouldn't I, complain about that afterwards. Yeah, but like, <laughs> there's ways you can make your starfish fun. Yeah, you could like be like, moaning or yeah. like like if you're someone who's maybe not as like active during sex, like I you could like, still do other things to mm-hmm. be like. I'm into this. Yeah, I would either warn them I'm not real, or, like, but yeah. if I was having sex with anyone and they were totally starfishing and silent, I would check in with what them. What is wrong? Like, yeah. Like, I'd be Did like, your hey, just are you, <laughs> have, you, have you changed your mind? Like, am I doing something wrong? Would you prefer a different piece? Like, there are so many questions you should be asking if that happens to you. Like, I don't think anyone is starfishing just to starfish. And if they are, fine, but check in with them to make sure. Again, enthusiastic consent. Yeah. Like, consent. Someone's, like someone just lying there is not enthusiastic. Yeah. I had sex with a man once, and he was like, afterwards, he's like, I could tell you were into it because you, like, moved. And I was oh just like, my what? God. Like, okay, that's, that's such a lie. <laughs> friend that I had like met when there was like a big group of us out at a bar and then like I was like I really like this guy he was a marine biologist and he was like talking about sh- we were talking about sharks and stuff and I was like oh this is awesome so I like tracked him down through these people I was like emailing all these random people to get this guy and like I managed to get like get in touch with him and we went out and I was like like sex is just a foregone conclusion really at this point it's like yeah, it's, it's, your yeah. thing, it's your thing to lose at this point yeah. like and like we were had we had some sex and it was pretty good and then yeah afterwards he's like I I know you were you were into it because like you were moving and suggesting positions and stuff and oh I was like my okay God. I was just like what, what was he doing weird. before yeah. Yeah. yeah what is why would you have sex if you don't want that to do you're not sex. into oh it God. like that bar is so low it is still on the ground like that's ridiculous <laughs> oh my lord my isn't that terrifying though. That's, that's like, like that's scary. who are you that's fucking? And like, what? Why? And guys, why are you talking to them about <laughs> it? Like, if I had sex with someone that never moved, I would eat. If I didn't say, I mean, I would say something beforehand or during, but even if I didn't afterwards, I'd be like, 
Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I no, you know what? I cannot even comprehend finishing sex with someone that was never moving to even get to that point. I can't, even in my brain. I would need to see if they were okay and fucking stop because obviously something's going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just find it utterly shocking that wow. more men don't read their partner. But they're taught that they don't like, have to. They don't to. have to. Yeah. That's the sad thing. Yeah. You know, like. We shouldn't make it so bad. We sh- and that's you know what, what this conversation mm-hmm. all this and is like, about like yeah exactly. we, we like, have, it's, and that's why there's so much resistance to it because it, it's it's going to take a fundamental shift in our understanding yeah. of gender roles yeah because it's, and gender it's stereotypes all of the pressure off the woman and uh-huh. sharing it between if not maybe putting more on the man at the moment just because they have so less to carry it right now mm-hmm. and it's just like listen if someone has bad sex you can't immediately be like well, what did you do that was wrong? Or why didn't you leave? Or why didn't you speak up? Or why didn't you ask him this or that or that? Because we're not always in a comfortable position to do Mm -hmm. those fucking things. Because that's just how society runs right now, and that needs to change. Exactly. Fuck. So, guys, I think a cool ending point for this might be to talk about the whole discussion of what do we do with disease now? Like, in terms of there's people who are like, well, he should lose his show. Like... And then there's people who are like, well, no, he shouldn't lose the show. So where do we stand on that? It's for, a tough one. For me personally, Aziz, and I'm, I'm going to kind of blanket statement this for anyone that is in Aziz-like position. Aziz-like. Because I am sure we're going Azizi. to have... Azizi. Because as much as we are obviously going to have a lot of, of horrible men and horrible stories about them come forward, I think these are more common. Yes. Oh and, my God. Well, that's a big part yeah, of the right? resistance and, as well. And like women don't want yeah, to admit that this has happened to them not, and it is Yeah, themselves. it's not just the Weinsteins. I think this is more of a the bigger problem. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much as that these men are monsters. It's that they are making very terrible mistakes, but it's because society has almost encouraged mm-hmm. them to make them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the kind of thing that a man can really take a look at and learn from more than anything else. Hundred percent. And I don't think Aziz has done that. No, and his apology is not his apology is bullshit. But I think that I don't. Yeah, and so personally for me, like I'm not. I if I were a woman in Hollywood and were working on something with him, I would not want to continue working on him just as to how he has reacted to this situation. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if someone else was to have this happen, if they came through and and actually like, she's right. Yeah, if they were like, she is correct. I actually did do this. I did not realize at the time what I was doing. Now that I have, like, I'll take, I'm, I, like, they have to have a real apology. They have to take mm-hmm. the steps. They have to reach out to that person. Maybe some therapies in order, like, depending on the degree of the severity. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that men can come back from as, as a, you know, as an error in judgment. I think something mm-hmm. like this, like, I know when the, um, the Dal dentistry story broke oh, about the Facebook page. Oh, that was a mess. They went through reconciliation. And I think in a case like this, that might be a better yeah, avenue that would be than, good because like no one is saying this is illegal that he should be going to court exactly the, yeah. the whole yeah. issue with this is that it's too common it's normalized and we yeah. need to unnormalize it yes and I mean certainly there are issues with reconciliation because it does require it kind of requires the victim to teach the perpetrator, which that's not really a fair thing to put and on the victim. And it makes them have to relive what they experience. However, they it is an empathy building yes. exercise. exercise. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like reconciliation style uh, mediation has a place in this reconciliation, yeah. like the, the reconciling as a whole in yeah. our society of this issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
again, that's putting the onus on women to teach men and to control men and be in charge of men men's things. Yeah. So, I mean, really what needs to happen is a whole lot of fucking self-reflection on yes. behalf of men. Yeah. And I don't think it's easy they're to not do that. willing to do that because of their man baby egos. <laughs> now, don't hate me for this opinion. No, no, but like with the Aziz and sorry thing, um, I gotta say he has probably reacted the best out of all the public figures. He didn't try to shut her up. Even I'm James Franco was kind of like, no, I didn't do that. A lot of, he didn't deny. A it. lot of it people tried to bury their yeah. allegations. Yeah, a lot no, of people tried right. to deny it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like in his defense, and this is like a very, very weak defense. You're right. It could have been better, but it could have been worse. You know, like out of better. all yes. the big exposés that we've had, this is probably the healthiest one. It's still unhealthy, but it's the healthiest one. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, hopefully, this is a path going towards a better future. I do. Like, agree. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's a career ender for him in any way. But I, I really, it might be a career deterrent. Yeah, I think, I think it's tractor. Yeah, it might like, be a retractor. It might be a pauser. Mm-hmm. And I think that hopefully he will actually reflect on this more seriously because I don't think he's taking it as seriously as he should. Mm-hmm. But Agreed, I don't yeah. think this is as bad as as the others have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like no. a two steps forward, one step back. Kind I'd of be thing interested to yeah. see what Netflix does though. Yeah, because they have yeah. not said anything at this point that I'm aware of. Like. There's been no decision on that. I mean, they came down hard on Kevin Spacey pretty yeah, fast. They, they came down hard on Danny Masterson eventually. Oh He's my too. god! So Scientology, what the hell? Oh lord, that's a podcast in itself. And then oh, <laughs> and then Paul Haggis was accused of some pretty heinous shit. That's and true. He's trying to say it's, it's a Scientology, Scientology cover up. However, none of those women can be have. Definitively linked to Scientology right? in yeah. any way. So, that's just so I, I was very disappointed by that one because I, I quite too. like Paul Haggis. Yeah. Even yeah. like before the whole Scientology oh, thing, I was aware of him and, and quite liked him. And yeah, so and like he never really denied it either. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That was kind of disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they they're gonna rewrite the show differently. Master of None. And you mean if there is a third season? This, yeah. I, I don't know if there is. I would a third be curious season. to see what would happen with that show of his. I'll be. I'm I also won't be watching it personally. Getting sick of people saying proven or innocent until proven mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. Like we're not talking about like throwing all these people in jail without due process. Yeah. Like also, that's not what yeah. we're discussing yeah. here. Also, yeah. innocent until proven guilty is a thing for courts. It's a it legal is, standard. It yeah, we're not talking about murder. We're not talking to do with public opinion. Yeah, like no. public opinion can damn someone up and down as far as they're concerned, which is what we're doing absolutely but, like in terms of court of law yes everyone is innocent and proven guilty but when it comes to the people's court like what i find yeah. very interesting is that all these people are so oh innocent until proven guilty we're losing sight like even margaret atwood is like oh, we're no. losing sight of the the proper processes and like our oh my god so, well she's never claimed to really be a feminist she's okay. always kind of skirted that or okay. tried to hedge her feministas and like it really is like a it really does display differences in generations as well because my mom she's 60 she's like totally on board with the whole me too and like we gotta change this shit yeah and my grandmother she's 90 she turned 90 last may like my mom took her to she took us together with like her high school basketball people (laughs) friends oh my god I mean you know what she does but the group she was with I think was a group of women she worked with at Stats Can actually so my mom took took her to like their little Christmas gathering a little while ago and like they were all going on about how like 
all these effety women, they gotta just shut up and take it because this is what being a woman is. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you, so you had us and then you didn't have us. So, yeah, but I was like, it's so hard not to say anything, but like, really, what's the point of fight? Like, they're 90. <laughs> like, yeah. like, but it, it just like goes to show how deeply embedded all of this stuff is and like I I totally lost my train of thought they're talking about my grandmother <laughs> but yeah it's just so but you're right it, it is very difficult I think for later generations that have been so steeped in this idea of what gender roles are and well what, all those French you know, actresses came out with the letters saying oh this oh, is bad that like, was Jeanette, so Jeanette, terrible or whatever name Bridget it is Bardot, why yes why like, <laughs> fuck I gotta say, and we do not have time to really talk about it too much. <laughs> we really do not. But I was telling Shannon, like, I am absolutely fired up over the the Larry Nazar stuff. Like, that whole trial and the judge. I think we judge. touched on that last time we were yeah, together. Yeah, we yeah. did. And you know what? I didn't know much about it back then. And mm-hmm. then I found out way more about it. And obviously mm-hmm. I followed the whole thing. And I watched a fucking hour-long YouTube video of those girls talking about their stories and what he did, and I've never been more fucking disgusted in my life. Oh, damn. And at the same time, I was, like, crying because, like, they were so, like, fuck you, go fuck yourself, go do-. Like, they were so passionate that, like, it, it inspired me in some ways. But that judge, <gasps> she oh, is the best! Sainthood! Let's nominate her for Sainthood! <laughs> oh. Hashtag That's your it. honor. Like, seriously. Oh, like, I haven't seen this. I need to go see this. Oh, oh she just doesn't hold back. Him. Oh, my God. She doesn't hold he back. He complained all. that having to sit there and listen to the victim impact statements was too hard on him. <laughs> and she was like, Sorry, she talked, excuse me? took him to town. Yeah. She called him delusional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the stand. Yep. And, like, then the, and then she said she signed his death warrant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She I heard did about that. kind yeah. of intimate that he was going to be raped in jail, and maybe that was his comeuppance. And I. Ooh. Rape is not punishment. Yeah. I don't think it should ever be framed as such. But other than that, I everything she said and did yeah. was amazing. Other than that, I would wear a t-shirt with her face on it. Like, like quite literally, yeah. like, I don't... I don't There's a great name. gif of her, like, throwing I love papers. that gif so much! Yeah. She's gif of the year and it's only January! But February now. But it was January at the time. Yeah. And Ali, is it Rasmini? Rasmin? The, the, like, the gymnast who, like, oh, did a 10-minute, essentially, speech to him. Oh, my God. I was just like, this is fucking crazy. I could only watch so much of it because it was just so it was, hard-hitting. It was emotionally charged like, for me because yeah, it like, was disgusting, but also, like... Like, her closing <sighs> statements, like, I just, I was in the hall watching it, and I was just like... Yeah. Like she was like talking about how like I know there's gonna be a lot of press interest and I know you're all gonna want to interview me. This is not my story, and I will not speak to any single one of you if there is not at least one survivor standing beside yeah. me. And you were talking yeah. to me. Like it was it was unbelievable. And she had so many great moments, like we're here and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And like it was just like and then you just see him just with tears streaming down his face, and you're just like, oh my god! But he's a, he's a monster, absolute mo- yeah. fucking monster. And yeah. um, but like that whole like that just like I was I did not sleep. I was like watching that video and just like, oh! It's the kind of thing that like, just stays with you. It really stayed with me yeah, for a long, for a long time, a long, long time. Yeah. And it's still going on, right? And I think you, didn't you yeah. say that he's I think still he's, hearing. I think he's somewhere in a different hearing now, having to listen to even more victims good to him. Which good I hope him. I hope that they record them and play them out a loop for him eternally in his cell. In his cell. Forever <laughs> and imagine. I think that that trial is going to be a real key watershed moment when we look yeah. back at history in the next little while. Like I think mm-hmm. that we're really going to be like. 
that was a moment and it was an important one and it uh, raises the questions finally, too. Like they ordered a new trial for him. That's fucking amazing. Right. Like the Canadian law on like sexual assault doesn't even doesn't even like qualify that rape is only penetration. Like it's all about right. consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically, if you're inebriated, you can't fucking consent. And of yeah. course, it gives gives leeway for like pre-existing relationships and like you know kind of levels of inebriation and things yeah. like that yeah it's but, still the law like, but but it's not the, the nearly as bad letter as the state. of the law like she was in no state Fuck to no. consent mm-hmm. but no. do we have any final thoughts on this whole thing we talked about a lot <laughs> but on my end like i just think this whole story like it makes me it just makes me think like how common it is because mm-hmm. i can think of tons of dudes that I've been with that this was like this story I can like I can really see myself in that girl yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I think it is about kind of slowly getting to a point where it's like I am gonna move your hand away and you know even if it's not a verbal cue it's a fucking physical one yeah Mm -hmm. so keep doing that do you know what I mean like and hopefully eventually men will learn from this they need to like I really really truly do hope that they do they do um those are my final thoughts. I don't know. Well, it's all in how we raise the next generations as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like a big, mm-hmm. big thing for me is teaching physical autonomy and physical consent in terms of like never making a child hug someone they don't. Oh, yes, huge. Thank you. Yes, like that's yes. like the first oh. thing you teach a child about consent. I and have like, read so much stuff about yes. the, the, the women, the mothers, and the fathers of this generation teaching their children that, and I'm like, thank you. Yeah, because I was not raised that no, way. No, you don't have to hug everyone. You up. Your body is your own body, and you get to you touch who you want to touch. No one gets to touch you in any way, no an matter who they are, no matter what. Their they should be able to control their like you know their yeah. sadness or whatever oh, because that three year old wouldn't hug them. Over them. It's just they're they don't they still love you, but they don't like hugs. Like yeah. it's not a personal attack. People need to stop taking it that way. And I would be curious to see. Like I don't really know much about the sex education system. And right letting now. boys it's not have existent. feelings too. I just put just, that in before. Just, yeah. just <laughs> accept it as not existent, or it's very bad. Good if they incorporated some of this in sex ed. Like, like here's the cues you need to look for. If they're tense, if they, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe ease up if this. Well, it's so been focused on no means no. We've got to shift the thinking to yes means yes. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Beautiful. (laughs) The bell's so far away from me, it's so, I can't get to it. But you're 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 one hundred percent right. Oh, that's like, a great I, way to put it. Yes, yeah. It yes. shouldn't like sex. Like sex education is just about like the physical act of sex, and it needs to be about the verbal, about the brain connection, about all of that. The communication. Your partner. Back to, yeah, like, communication. Things that have nothing yeah. to do with sex. Yes. And all building it's towards like, that. Like, yeah. there's that great program where they bring babies into like you know elementary schools, and like the baby sits with like the mother and the infant are there with the children, like probably like primary grade mm-hmm. one two and they learn that with because not everyone has younger siblings some a lot of kids are the youngest sibling right yeah. and just like you know you have to be gentle with a baby let's all be nice to the baby and touch it gently and like speak nicely to mm-hmm. it and like ask me questions about the baby and like what its life is like and things like that and like this has been shown like this thing has been going it's not new it's been going on since like the 90s in various forms I believe they do have a program here in HRM as well and like it has been proven to 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 
increase empathy. Yeah. And, like, that is the base mm-hmm. of what needs to be built in all people is, like, empathy for other people. We need that program as for people. penises and vaginas. <laughs> this is a vagina. Be nice to it. Talk to the person that is surrounding the vagina. He's like a human a, being. Because, because they, they matter are, more than the sex organs. They are the yeah. guardians of the vagina. I think too often in sex education, it's disembodied organs. And that's how people mm. come to think of it, you know? Well, that's literally what it is. It's a yeah, it's just a picture of, of, a, vagina. of a vagina and a penis. And it's like, those and they are come attached together to human. They yeah, they are attached to human fucking beings with opinions about what happens with their penis and vagina. So can we please focus on that first and then move down towards the body? Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Was, am I the only one here that, like, my sex had class like they separated the boys and the girls into two, yes. two different classes. Oh, I, it happened to me too. I think we yeah. have it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like that makes no sense. My entire sex ed was learning how to use like tampons and pads. Yeah, girls were taught about menstruation. Yeah, I guess boys I had really good sex ed. I think, yeah. like, <laughs> which is odd because I was in a rural school in Nova Scotia in the eight. Oh, I guess it would have been nineties by the time I was having sex ed. I bet your teacher got the in early nineties. <laughs> my um, my sixth grade teacher was a gay man, and he lived with his partner. But of course, none of us knew that. It was all yeah. I live with my brother. Oh. And, like, he only came out. He only felt comfortable coming out to like particular parents. That's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, so like man. he, he like, my mom knew other people within her social circle knew at the time, and like mm-hmm. no one had a problem with it. Totally, but like. Yeah. yeah, no, he had to live under underground, basically, and, like, just to think, like, yeah. in my time, and, like, he was so uncomfortable. <laughs> my mom told me later, he's like, he was so uncomfortable talking about sex. <laughs> that's so crazy. But what? he did it. That's probably why you, like, had a, you had a good sex education. Yeah, and it was, like, very just kind of, like, yeah. matter of fact, and... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I legit want to know what it's like now. I might actually be reaching out to some sex educators soon. You should, um, because I'm very curious yeah. to see what 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 is being taught right now and how like what the system is. For I that. really hope it's changed. Yeah, I, I hope really so too. Do. Oh, fuck! Wow. Yeah. But starts with kids. Like my, so if I does. ever have kids, like they're gonna be the ones in daycare using penis and vagina. Good. And also telling kids that Santa doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Dream crushers. <laughs> yes. Oh, but, like I do man. not like the whole hoo ha hot dog. Like oh, I hate like, it. Using euphemisms. No, like cool. no, wee wee. Yeah. No, it's penis. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of them out there. It's a part of your body the same way as your ear is. You need yeah, to know exactly. what it's called. You need like... to know what it's called. You need to know how it functions properly. So yeah. if it's not functioning properly, yeah. you know. We can fix it. Because like, it's a body part like all the others. <laughs> yep. yep. Exactly. I just hope that things get better. And I think it's very, as, as important as the Harvey Weinsteins are and, and the Kevin Spacey's are for getting busted and dealt with. I honestly think these situations are more important. Absolutely. Yes. Because these are more prevalent. This, this these is are the, more realistic. Yeah. This yeah. is where the real change Harvey happens. Weinstein is a monster. Yeah. Aziz Ansari is like the date rape. And like for too long, people have had the conception that rape is only something perpetrated perpetrated by that monster in the alley yep. and like no that's like two percent of rapes yeah. <laughs> we need to it's like saying a punch in the face isn't assault because he didn't murder me yes that's exactly mm. it we need to i'm and not I'm, dead yeah. i'm fine yeah, broke my jaw. We I'm need good. to stop yeah. focusing on all sexual assault as rape and start realizing that rape is a part of sexual assault. And I think yes. that's a big part of the resistance too comes from like not wanting to admit that the men we love, our fathers, our brothers, our significant others, our friends, 
have done this. Yeah. And, like, and that's why. Yeah, that's and that what's... kind of goes back to the whole kind of like Amber Tamlin, David Cross discussion about like, yeah. Where's like, how do we hold the men in our lives accountable yeah. in a responsible way? Mm-hmm. But then again, we shouldn't be and, responsible and for this them. Was, this was a first date. They didn't know each other. I can't believe this was a first date. And, and you know, like, and she sent him a text and she called him out. Good for her. Oh, and there was so one I part of this paragraph. She's just like, yeah. oh, well, maybe next time. And he's like, oh, well. If I pour you wine. Exactly. If I pour you another glass of wine, is that our second date? Oh, my no! God. Yes. Yes. I meant to bring that up. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said during the thing. That's so nasty. It's just like, oh, it's this, this. And I think, and you and I, we were talking before we hit record and before you guys got here, but like, we know people who just push. And push, mm-hmm. and push and we know the people and that and we were that, that, that rugs sweep it that rugs sweep it they're like mm. oh he's just like that or he's just like that when he's drunk or it's funny you know he doesn't really mean it but mm. he does and he does it and mm-hmm. that's the important part yeah it's like yes and it's all too easy to just push it aside so that you don't have to question your friendships and you don't have yeah, to really look at it. what the people that have been in your life for so long really act like but you gotta start doing it. It's we hard. Wanna, we wanna so avoid that people want to avoid that. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's hard, but of course it's hard. But yeah. that's how change happens. Exactly. I know yeah. this is kind of like out of the blue, but like I've dated both men and women, and I always like being hit on by women the most because if you say no, they stop bugging you. I mm. like actually physically assault people when I go to the club. That's why I don't go clubbing. Like if a guy comes up behind me and I try to like scooch away and he comes back, I like knee, I like elbow him in the stomach and like get the fuck away from me. You're an inspiration. We should all club like you do. I have been like that since I was 19. Yes. <laughs> people are like, yeah, but he was cute. I'm like, so? I'm, you know, and I'm quite short. So most of the time if I don't get gut, I get balls. <laughs> so like... <laughs> It's a very easy move. Just go, like, right behind you. I love it. They stay away. But, like, I, I love being hit on by women because there's, like, no one seeing someone. And they're like, oh, that's fantastic. Good for you. Well, I hope the best. And then they go away. Yeah. There's no, they're like, just, oh, well, is, are you sure he's the right one? Yeah. Or does he really make you happy? Like, exactly. Not, there's no not a challenge. Like, there's no pushing. Or, oh, you're a lesbian. You just haven't had the right dick yet. Oh. oh. Fuck you. Ooh, another podcast for another time. <laughs> I went to see the Body Worlds exhibit. Mm. It was pretty Is it still fast. out? Yeah, it's only to the middle April. 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 Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to go I'm again because it was I have amazing. To go. Yeah. There weren't, I felt like there just weren't enough female bodies, though. There mm. were a lot of dicks and a lot of like testicles. But I wanted to see more vaginas. It wasn't really good kind of until you got to the spot I would too. I would where there that. was like reproductive organs, like specifically on display, that you kind of got the females and like your uterus and like ovaries are so tiny. I think of them as like because like in the me too. Like yeah, I the whole like, section. They're not. The grass, no, they're like they're like this. that big. Yeah, yeah. like the, I gotta get to this exhibit. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the uterus is like this, it's and then tiny. like what? ovaries are like that. How fuck do we build a child in our I like I have said this so many times and people do not believe me and I saw it my fucking self the clitoris is a huge fucking oh, organ it goes all the way up it's, there it's everywhere it's way what? down the pubis yeah oh. like it's like a wishbone this is literally the tip of the On iceberg your, like, yeah it's, yeah, yeah exactly like it's all worse you than see, the tip of an iceberg it's like 3% 97% yeah what you see is a teeny tiny, tiny bit <laughs> And then, then there's the clit. Sarah's like mind is a nice, fleshy, uh, yeah. 
And then it just falls around every everything. each side. It, like, hugs yeah. everything. How yes. do I Google this without getting porn? Clitoris internal? Anatomy? Yeah, anatomy. Anatomy, internal clitoris or something like that. Not that I don't want to see porn. <laughs> I just want to see what I'm Next podcast. Porn <laughs> <Tonight, laughs> criticism. Tonight we're going to talk about this. Oh, holy shit. Clips. I did not know that. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite like, something. When you're a fetus... <laughs> For the first trimester, you have no sex. Like, your sex hasn't, your organs haven't developed. Yeah. And, like, that could be, it's basically the size of a penis, and it's just it's kind just, of rejigged yeah, and slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in cell. Well, I mean, the head of a penis same. is essentially a giant clitoris. So. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, my G. And it's <laughs> A clitoris has like ten times the number of nerve endings that the head of a penis has, yep. so it's like a billion times more sensitive. Which is why after we've come, stop licking it. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, There's nothing though. worse. Seriously. Or if I say it hurts, don't try harder. Yes. It fucking hurts. I think I killed Sarah. <laughs> oh my god. There's that point where you're just like, I'm overstimulated now. I, I'm done. I am such an overstimulated person. Like, when I'm no. done, I'm like, don't touch done. me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, don't touch. Like, yeah. just, just stop. I came six <laughs> times. That's enough. Thank you. Jesus Christ, six. Yeah. Whew. I'm one of toys. <laughs> It's the only way I've gotten really? multiples is twice. I think my max is three still. That's a good max though. I That's not bad. I think three is a comfortable number. Yeah. Anything more than that, and they're just showing off. <laughs> oh no, I was with someone that was very into giving me as many orgasms as possible, but eventually I realized it was for his own scoreboard, not really. Yeah, exactly. For my mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. After I mean, the first great, one, but I find I mean, like the next ones come like super easy, and then it's just like boom, done. <laughs> like yeah. not- the first is the most effort, the second is the hardest, and the third is really just kind of calming and nice. <laughs> for me personally. Don't this listen, went in another direction. <laughs> uh, on that note. We're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is how we took like four hours. I want to thank you guys for coming back on. I eat a whole container of blueberries. <laughs> I, I yes, we've been eating blueberries and drinking wine and grapes. Thank you, Carmen, for bringing yeah, the snacks. These were delicious. Oh my great God. idea! Thanks, and healthy snacks too, mm-hmm. which is very. My body is a temple. <laughs> so pure. Mine's you are the guardian of the vagina. I I didn't eat a hamburger for dinner. <laughs> I, I had McDonald's. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming back on because like time. the S two episode is my still my most proud Aww. episode Aww. of the podcast, and I think if there's ever a subject like this. You guys are my go-to. Yes. <laughs> so I hope you're down. That's squad for life. <laughs> we should really and have a Fifty Shades episode. Please don't forget to click click the links that I put in the description. And go check out Amanda's Facebook page. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Because yes. there's a lot of good stuff that comes With an ostrich. Go there. With an ostrich. Yes. the ostrich girl, yeah. Do you have, is it just Facebook or do you have anything else with that? Um, there is, like, a blog, but the links are on the Facebook God, to that, yeah. yeah. Perfect. So go check that fucking out, everyone. Yeah. I will link to it as well in the description, because it's, like I said, I get all my feminist information from Amanda. <laughs> I don't even bother with anything else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> something happened today? Okay. Amanda's cool. on it. <laughs> nice. Nice. I love it. So, so I yeah. appreciate that, yeah. So, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you yeah. for hosting. Oh, Anytime. my goodness. Any friggin' time. Uh, I'm shocked that we were under two hours. <laughs> By ten minutes. We're getting better. (laughs) (laughs) No two parters for Sarah. Not this time, motherfuckers. (laughs) Although I don't don't mind doing the two parters. 
<laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks so much. Yay. And good night. Good night. Oh. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs>